microphone here, or I'll be uh, throwing Chris a fit. Hallelujah. Uh, it's good to be back, and uh, we finished up our studies uh, about the um, uh, in the potter's hand, uh, and I got some uh, pottery up here to get back to Sister Margie, too. It's still sitting up here, but um, uh, I haven't had an opportunity to get in, in depth and get a, 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 a long study yet. So I decided uh, to um, for tonight, and I might just finish out doing this uh, uh, the rest of the year and start out with another study at the beginning of the year. Uh, but when we first got in here and we first was able to get back having service on Wednesday night, uh, uh there for a good while, we had, uh, had a lot of folks interested in coming on Wednesday night since we weren't able to have it, you know, in two years. Uh, but uh, I started doing something that I called Spotlight on Scripture and uh, picking out particular passages. As a matter of fact, I had some people had some scriptures uh, that they always wondered about. And I had them write them down, and uh, we would take a take a study on on some of those. And uh, we're going to be uh, doing this. And like I said, I might do this uh, the rest of um, uh, the Wednesday nights for this year to give myself a, a good opportunity to um, uh, work on uh, something else. So um, tonight, and I see this as a uh, is an issue with a lot of people, and uh, uh, there's a lot of struggles going on in the world today, and the body of Christ is not being exempted from it. There's a lot of pain and suffering and things that are going on, and so I really felt encouraged, and I believe the Lord gave me this and had me uh, to speak to you about this, and so... Uh, we're going to be spotlighting a passage of Scripture, Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. And uh, this is the Scripture. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Hallelujah. That's a good passage of Scripture. It's not too long for you to memorize. Galatians 6 and 9. Let us, that, that us right there is talking about the church, the body of Christ. Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And from that, I want to talk tonight on the subject. And uh, I, I was rushing. I had, had the gentleman come in and was talking to me. And 
I was behind, but I want to talk tonight about don't become weary from the journey. Don't become weary from the journey. How many knows we're on a journey? Hallelujah. We all have begun a journey. We're all headed somewhere. Some of us are going to reach, reach there sooner than others. There might be a lot of us get there at the same time, those that's alive and remain when the Lord returns. But we can't allow ourselves to become weary as we're on this journey. Uh, I want to begin by giving you, talk to you just a little bit about life itself. Life can come at you at times with a fury. Uh, the devil don't cause all your problems. And God's not mad at you because you have some problems. Sometimes we got to deal with stuff just as a part of being, being life. Life has its issues. And so there are times that life can come at you with a fury like an unexpected storm on a blue sky sunny day. At one minute the sun is out, the sky is blue, and you are basking in the beauty of it all. But in the next moment a dark shadow crosses the path of the sun, and soon everything is dark as you hear the distant thunder of the approaching storm. I've been called out like that. Anybody else have? Amen. How it can change. It's kind of like Tennessee weather. We, you know, we tell folks, if you don't like the weather in Tennessee, stick around. It will change. Uh, but if you've ever experienced that, life can hit you the same way. Hallelujah. Life can hit you the very same way. An unexpected job layoff. I've been there and done that. Hallelujah. I've been laid off before I lost my job in the middle of the holidays with small kids. I've been there. Uh, an unexpected job layoff. Sudden illness or death in your family. Uh, these are all things has to do with life that can hit you in a moment's notice. Your whole life can change in a matter of seconds. Things has not been the same for me and Sister Darlene ever since she had that car accident. Amen. You don't ever know when something is going to happen. Uh, but when it comes, it can all be surreal and like a nightmare to you. Anybody remember how blue the skies in New York were on the early morning of 9-11? No, no smog, nothing. I mean, they were the bluest skies you ever seen. Uh, that's, that's one thing that, you know, we will never forget. Uh, right before the first plane struck, 
That's exactly what I'm talking about this evening. One minute everything seems perfect in your life, then boom, nothing is ever the same. Now, here's the heart of the matter. This is the heart of the matter. You can't always control or avoid the unexpected cares of life. We like to think we can. We try to. But we can't always avoid them. But you can control your response and reaction to them. Listen to Pastor now. Listen to me close. I can't, I can't change and control everything that hits me or comes at me in life. But I can control how I respond to the situations that I've been talking about. And listen close. The way that you respond to them can be the determining factor of whether you recover or perish from whatever it is that hits you. Do you realize that? Hallelujah. I hope and pray everybody understands that. Because whether you recover from it or and, and able to move on, a lot of time depends solely on your reaction and how you respond to whatever it is that comes against you. Hallelujah. Now that brings us down to the to the enemy, Satan. Satan uses oppression and troubles of everyday life to weigh us down and wear us out. Now we're going we're going to get into the not being weary and well doing. The devil will take the cares of everyday life to weigh you down and to wear you out. If he can keep us beat down, soon we will feel defeated, exhausted, and overcome in our mind, body, and spirit. In other words, all aspect of you. Every aspect. If he can beat you down. He does not bring all the troubles of life, but he sure knows how to use them to the full effect to just oppress you and to weigh you down to the point that you begin to feel defeated, exhausted, and overcome in your mind, body, and spirit. Therefore, We cannot allow life situations we encounter along the journey to make us weary. We can't can't afford that. We can't afford that to happen. No matter, and I don't know, maybe somebody here in the congregation or not or somebody watching, maybe the Lord is using this lesson tonight, maybe... God knows there's something, some kind of life situation is fixing to hit you. And just trying to prepare you through this lesson this evening. I don't know. But no matter what hits you in life, 
as a child of God, there is a way to rest in Him. That's the good news. That's the hope and encouragement I've got for you. You're a child of the King, so God, no matter how the devil tries to weigh you something to weigh you down, there is a way, if you're a child of God, there is a way for you to find rest so your strength is continually restored and renewed. Hallelujah. I mean, I'm, what, I'm, what are you talking about, Brother, Brother Sammy? I'm telling you, this stuff that God offers us, if we could bottle it and sell it, we'd become billionaires. Because there ain't nothing like it. Everywhere you look today on TV, social media, somebody's somebody's always got something. All you got to do is just take a little bit of this and your problems will be over. Man, we could bottle Jesus up and get people to buy him. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Because there is a way that you can find rest and continually restore and renew your strength. What I want to talk about tonight in this lesson tonight, I'm going to try to get to a couple things. Some things that, that make us weary. I want, I want to give you a couple things that, that will make us weary quicker than anything else. The first one is Feelings of lack of accomplishment. Feelings of lack of accomplishment. Nothing will wear you out and weigh you down and make you become more weary than when you're putting everything you got into something and you don't feel like you're getting anywhere. Nothing is being accomplished and we want to go for an example to the book of Luke chapter 5 and verse 5 now this particular story here is where Jesus has a crowd of people that he's going to teach to so there was a couple ships boats all, all sitting there, and the men who had been on the boats had been there all night fishing, and they were washing their nets off to the side, cleaning the nets. And Jesus gets in one of those boats, and he asked the owner, which was Simon Peter, he said, pull out just a little ways pleased so he could talk to the people. And that's how he did his teaching lesson that day. He was sitting in a boat on the Sea of Galilee talking to all the people that was gathered around on the shoreline. And when he got through, he, he wanted to bless Peter because Peter had quit what he was doing and took the time to roll the boat out a little ways from 
off the shore for him. So he looked around at Simon Peter and he said, launch out into the deep. Let down your nets for catch. And this is what Peter replied. Luke 5 and 5. And Simon answered and said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Now, Peter wasn't a uh, just a uh, fisherman for a pastime. That's how. That's what his livelihood was. That's what he made a living at. And Peter, uh, at that time, his name still they called him mainly Simon. They had worked all night long, and they hadn't even. Caught a minnow. Nothing. Uh, so that's what his reply was to the Lord. He said, we have toiled all night long. I took that word toil and I traced it back to the Strong's Concordance. And it led to the, to the root word, that meant to be wearied and worn out. To be wearied and worn out. Lord, we wearied ourselves. We have, we have, uh, I mean, we have put everything we have, and we haven't accomplished nothing. You see how tolling. Being becoming weary works in here to this. They had to be down. They, they, I mean, uh, they wasn't going to be bringing home the bacon frying in the pan. They weren't going to be bringing home the trout neither. Wasn't going to be a payday. Nobody was getting paid. Satan loves to make you think you're not being effective. Your hard work is not amounting to anything and not even getting noticed. I wonder how many has ever felt like nobody's noticing nothing that you're trying to do. You ever wonder, is the boss man noticing what I'm doing here? Amen. Here I am, toiling myself. It's been all night, it's, and nothing's being accomplished. That'll, that'll worry and lay on your mind. Your hard work is not amounting to anything, not even getting noticed. But we should never judge, listen to this, we should never judge our labor before God gets through with what he declares or desires to add to it. 
Maybe you don't get a hold of nothing there, but I like that statement. We should never judge our labor before God gets through with what he desires to add to it. Since we're talking about celebrating six years around here, when we have a, a board meeting, there's a phrase that comes up a lot. When we set, and, uh, set a budget and set a plan, Sister Kessler would say, you know, that's what we got here, but let's not forget the God factor. Hallelujah. When you worked and you've done everything you can, you're trying to better yourself, better yourself in life. And the devil will sometimes, we're all going to have bad days, we're all going to have hard days, we're all going to have struggles. And that's when the devil will sit on your shoulder and begin to whisper, man, you're just spinning your wheels. But don't judge what's going on yet to you allow the God factor to step in. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Brother Douglas, that, 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 that makes a difference. That, that main, changes everything. There was no way that Christ Family Church could ever dream to have something like we've got. And you know what one thing that was said all of that time, Brother Douglas? God was going to do something. At that time, we didn't know what, but God was going to do something that couldn't nobody take the credit for. And he did. The God factor. And I want to tell you, he'll do it for you in your life in your career, what you're trying to accomplish, if you're trying to live for him and put him first, God will say, I want to bless you going out and I'm going to bless you coming in. God said, I'll bless you in the city and I'll bless you in the field. Hallelujah. So don't let the devil give you feelings of a lack of accomplishment. Because it'll make you begin to grow weary. Hallelujah. Never judge anything before God adds his part to it. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11 says, He has made everything beautiful in its time. Now, I don't have that up there, but that's, that's Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 11. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Let's move on God's time, not our time. Now, getting back to the fishing story. Getting back to the fishing story. Simon answered and said unto him, Master, we have told all the night. And have taken nothing. Nevertheless, 
I'm here to tell you tonight, the nevertheless is what made the difference in Peter's life. Glory. When he said, nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Woo, glory to God. He had toiled all night. He was ready to go home. He wasn't going to be able to pay nobody. He was an experienced fisherman, and he knew at that time of the day on the Sea of Galilee, wasn't hardly no fishing going on. But he moved by faith, not by his head knowledge. Nevertheless, at thy word, the nevertheless is what made the difference. Always trust God. Take him at his word. My Lord. <clears throat> then, the second part, when we get to where we feel a lack of accomplishment, the next thing that comes behind that is feelings of discouragement. When you feeling like you hadn't been doing no good, if you're not careful, <clears throat> you'll get discouraged. And I want to take you to <clears throat> Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 3. And this will wind us up for tonight. He said, For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. I saw a picture on social media, and it comes, comes up every now and then. Uh, the movie that was made about the passion of Christ, I believe it was... Mel Gibson sitting on a bench beside the actor who played Jesus, covered in blood. I mean, before he done been through all that stuff, and it says something like, how in the world can you, can you tell the Lord how bad it's been on you? Come on, somebody. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. Let me read this to you uh, in the Amplified Version. Sister Darlene 
would read this for me because that's what she's got, but she's not here tonight. Let me read this to you. Just think of him who endured from sinners such grievous opposition and bitter hostility against himself. Reckon up and consider it all in comparison with your trials so that you may not grow weary or exhausted. That's the word I want to get to. Losing heart and relaxing and fainting in your minds. Church, when you allow those feelings of lack of accomplishment to set in, then discouragement comes right in behind it. That's when your weariness turns into exhaustion and Satan uh, will about have you down for the count. Uh, it's one thing. It's one thing to be tarred in your body. But when you begin to get mentally exhausted, most of the time people begin to shut down. Amen. And that's what can happen to us if we allow discouragement to come right on in there. The devil will have you down for the count. He gets you spiritually and physically and mentally exhausted. So, it takes us back to the beginning. Galatians 6 and 9, the focus scripture, let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if, if we faint not. Church, don't become weary from the journey. Don't become weary from the journey. I always like Stallone's Rocky movies. I've watched them over and over and over and again. I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, I like to get in and root for the underdog. And he, old Rocky, gets all battered and bloodied and one high eye hanging down over here. And, uh, and the guy coming against him done got him knocked down on how many times and start, well, he ain't going to get up. And so he, he starts to walk away and he holler, he hears somebody in Old Rocky's getting back up and ringing saying, one more round. One more round. I don't care what it takes, but when the devil knocks you down, Whatever you got to do to get back up, holler, let me see. One more round. One more round. Because you cannot lose with Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's stand together. God bless you. I hope.